It's John Holmberg here, adding beauty to your world with my friends from Creative Environments. Outdoor living is something we have here in Arizona, and we get to enjoy it almost all year round. Your living space doesn't have to end where your house walls end. You have a backyard just begging to become functional and useful. My designer at Creative Environments, Danielle, came to my house and created an outdoor space for me that is basically now square footage for my home, and I'm so happy I had them reimagine this portion of my property. I have them working on another project, too. I spent a ton of time by my pool in the summer. It's a great pool, but the area around it seems to be just a bunch of wasted space. Danielle at the team at Creative Environments, they're drawing something up for me now. And the cool part is, when they show it to me, it's going to be a 3D video, so it's going to basically look like it's finished before they even start. Leaves nothing to the imagination. You'll know exactly what you're getting right there. They are top shelf in every aspect. Design, construction, even maintenance. All you have to do is give them a look-see. CreativeEnvironments.com. We live in paradise. Build the backyard of your dreams. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to the Morning Sickness. It's Monday. It's 545. My name is John Holmberg. How are you? There's Brady Bogan, Brett Fessley, Big Dick Toledo, uh, day after... A, uh, a buzzing victory over there at the Cardinals facility. That was a game uh, for uh, to end all games. It was a silly, messy, should have lost, should have won. Both teams walk away. Somebody's got to lose that one. And that poor kicker. I don't know how kickers wander out there, miss 37-yard game winners after everybody's just – I mean, that the last catch, that receiver for the Vikings – I don't know if you guys saw it, but the last catch he made diving across the middle to put him – Within 40 yards of a field goal, and then the next thing you know, you're like, these guys have broken their asses. We have got it in range. You go do your one job. You have one thing you do. That's all you do. You don't have to catch. You don't have to block. You don't have to do anything. Just kick it through those sticks. That's it. And he shanks it. And then has to go back into the locker room with football players, onto a bus with football players, and into a plane to fly all the way to Minnesota with a group of dudes who just hate him. He's in a separate deal. Oh, he's. I think they bust him back. That uh, Gabby Petito's boyfriend has to drive him back, I think. They just don't know where. Just get him lost. You're on spirit, pal. Jump yeah, yeah. You, we got you a there. coach flight. You're out of here. Oh, I can't imagine. You maybe get a little more of a pass if it's, uh, you know, because the opposite happened for the Chiefs yet. 
last night. Guy fumbled at the end of position. Oh, yeah. It. yeah, oh yeah. But I he's mean, but fumbles happen. Miss yeah. kicks at the end of games. You have one job in a like, dome too. Yeah, you have I mean, your only single job. You can't fumble it as a kicker. You can't screw it up outside of just missing. And it's and everybody in front of you is doing their job to make sure that nobody tries to block the kick. Your only job. Oh, kickers. And how do you go into the facility? Hey guys, what's up, Dick? That's all you, <laughs> Dick. And they're zero and two now, the Vikings. But the Cardinals squeak that out. Man, oh man. And if they can keep uh, Kyler Murray from getting killed, because they ask him to do 60, 65 plays a game. Like, it's all on his shoulders. If the Cardinals can keep him from getting killed, he's hit that magic status. Mr. Wizard. Yeah, that stuff he was pulling yesterday was just absolutely insane. Uh, It doesn't doesn't add up a lot of the times. I think he's – Lamar Jackson's the one they sell us all the time. Kyler Murray's the good version of that. I think think Kyler Murray, although – Far too small to take one of those hits, and so far he doesn't take hits. Lamar Jackson is a very bad quarterback who runs all over the place, maybe better than anybody. Kyler Murray is a really good passing quarterback with accuracy and arm strength. And I mean, he's accurate. He's and but he throws it all the time. Cliff Kingsbury's got him out there. Just the ball is in his hand. Sixty, sixty-five of their eighty plays, and it's on him. So that kid's getting ridiculous. Cardinals have something going. But their defense got torched yesterday. So yeah. we'll figure that one out as the season progresses. Odd day yesterday in sports all the way around. Congratulations to those Raider fans who decided to, you know, text or talk afterwards. That was nice. You're good people. Good win for you. Nice win. Good job. You two had your Congratulations Bears. Congratulations, Bears. Yeah, that's right. The Bears. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that – every stat that it's rolled brutal. across, that looked like one of the worst games I'd ever heard of. It was tough to watch. Joe, Joe Burrow threw three interceptions in a row. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. That was because according to the ticker, it said Burrow throws third straight interception. I'm like, straight? That means there were no passes in between the other the other interceptions. That's not good. And it was only a three point game. Yeah. It's, it's not a pretty thing. It's no. That was kind of the uh, the toilet bowl yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. So, but that happens. Now, the Steelers Bengals are this week, Brady. We have ourselves a side bet. Oh, it's you guys now, huh? I don't even care. I watched the Steelers. So long, I've said it before the season. So long as Ben Roethlisberger's the quarterback, this team doesn't go anywhere. And that's a weird, terrible thing to hear because it's like saying, so long as the Colts have Johnny Unitas. But Johnny Unitas couldn't walk at the end either. Ben's just – you watch the NFL right now, at least I do, and you see these quarterbacks that are just capable of doing anything. Once the, once the pocket breaks a little bit, that's when the play starts. Well, get your secondary ready to catch some oh, balls. Oh, we got, we got. Well, if any of I, I literally, I've never done this. I had to look on the roster to see who was playing yesterday because we were down seven men at one point. I'm like, Jesus, I don't know who these. Who's 25 and who's number 40? Who is? Who are these guys? I watched the preseason. They switched numbers after the preseason. I'm like, who the hell is that? And what's he doing on the field in a fourth quarter? Like, well, we lost this guy. We lost it. So it was just one of those. I love that. The coaches have to stop that whole. I mean, especially Mike Thomas. Standard is the standard. We One man out is another man's opportunity. We don't change a thing. They changed everything once T.J. Watt went out. The whole defense was different. I'm like, this is like they're in the shell umbrella. You have to. Uh, well, you, but then say so. Yeah, we have to yeah. change everything. When, when we lose a defensive lineman, our linebacker, and we're already down two linebackers and a, and a corner, everything changes. Now, these guys don't know what they're doing, so we just have people, bodies out there hoping to not get killed. It was, yeah, it was crazy. The standard is the standard. There are no excuses. I'm like, did you change anything? We changed everything because, you know, we had low standards out there. I'm like, okay, the standard is not the standard. When you get dinged up like that, you guys play differently. 
But yeah, the Cardinals are 2-0. That whole division outside of Seattle. Yeah. Seattle got the first loss yesterday, and that was a, a you know, overtime squeaker. Shouldn't have lost that one either. But yeah, football is definitely bad. Do you guys have any bets? Oh, yeah. Oh, you made some bets? Some extras? Oh, you mean Brett and I? No, no, no. no just no, no. FanDuel bets. Yeah, yeah. What'd you I do? Oh, no. imagine that. I didn't. Did you? <laughs> nope. Brady? Go it was a good tell, run. Tell us about your week. It was a good run. How'd you do? Oh, and oh, and whatever. Did you I have oh, and whatever. one? You didn't have one. One no, shining not moment. One. Not no. one. Last week I did. <laughs> oh, okay, that's all right. Don't don't get excited about the week before. How and many? then I had people sending me like a, a broomhead hit a, hit a thousand dollars on yeah. a, a cardinal parlay. It had seven things on it. it was good. That's pretty good. I'm yeah. not betting seven things for a thousand bucks. So there better know. be bigger payout than that. Of course, you're not putting anything down. What did you lose on? We all uh, did. You lose your uh, Thursday bet. It's tonight. Oh, it is tonight. Yep, did you? It's tonight. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I lost the Thursday. Yeah, too, I, lost I was bears and, and I like woke up and I'm like, oh, I lost already. Here we go. <laughs> I, I am up three dollars and twenty nine cents. <laughs> nice. You know, don't rub it in. Brady is losing his ass right now. <laughs> <laughs> how much did you lose, or how many bets? I mean, you don't know how many did you have over the two weeks? No, no, just yesterday oh. and Saturday. Uh. This is a bad sign. Seven. Seven bets. Yeah. You got to slow it down. Someone's kid. having fun. Yes. The, the, the moral religious guy is <laughs> diving in a little heavy. It's all seven out. Did you bet Ohio State too? Yeah. Three. Oh. Three Ohio State. Oh. And none of those. Two bungles. <laughs> you're, you're putting money on the bungles. Yeah. See, I, that needs to end. You can't well, start betting. Yeah, I wasn't putting money on the Bears. Yeah, you don't, need time you don't soon. put your hard-earned cash on teams like that. It was anything. kind of against them, but you know. Well, that's it a good thing. Still didn't, didn't pay off. Did you see who the other team was? Yeah, that's a game you don't put money anywhere near. I thought our our nothing happening in the first quarter was a pretty good bet, but yeah, well, there's a, well, there's a good chance you're going to get like uh, the over under on punts, but don't even take that chance because they can. Muck I did that one up. where the game ends, uh, the score is even. That's a tie. Even even or all. No, I'm saying the total oh, is I even see. or all. <laughs> I see. They call it a tie. I see what you're saying. Listen, Donovan McNabb. The total you points. Can, you can yeah. tie. Total even points. or odd. Total points are even odds. And you picked an even. That's, see, that's those dummy bets. And it was good until the last 30 no, seconds. Those are dummy bets. Do they have over-unders on punts? Sometimes. I bet. Oh, I'm doing that In the week. year 2000, the Giants and Ravens Super Bowl. I was reading about uh, the defenses and like how they scheme up, and I'm like, the Giants are going to punt 15 times. I'm like, what's the record? And it ended up, I, the it was broken in the first half. They had more punts in the first half of any other, or in, in any other Super Bowl. They did it in the first half. I think they had 19 punts that game. I'm like, if the Ravens punt three or four times, which is kind of normal for a game, the Giants are going to punt 12, 15 times in this thing, at least, and they did. And I'm like, that's great. So I won a few hundred bucks on the over-under on punts. But I don't know if they do it. I don't know if the FanDuel's got it. But the over-under on punts was in Vegas. And I had a friend up there. He's like, what do you want to do? I'm like, punts? He's like, it's a dumb bet. And I'm like, no, I don't think it is. I didn't have any money at the time. So I just put like $20 in. But yeah, you can do pretty much anything. I don't know if FanDuel has the over-under on punts. You can probably search it. I'm, I'm looking for that yeah. next week. Because you, your team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, the Bengals and Bears, you just kind of go, uh, money doesn't need to be near this. That's why I don't understand why people actually pay money to go to see that game. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place 
for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You got two teams like that. It's like this one's free at home. Uh, I'm going to watch that at home because if you're second in the, game in, if you're in the city, still excited. No, there's no excitement. That both you, why? What are you excited about as a Bengal fan? Football has started. Yeah, but, <laughs> have you seen all the? There's like 30 other teams. You can watch a lot of football. If it's football that started, it's got you excited. The Bengals shouldn't excite. The Bears don't excite you. No, no, not right now. You're just happy. It's that season, and you can maybe get a catch Justin other games. Fields. Yeah, you can watch a lot of football. <laughs> get your Sundays covered. Drink some beer with some friends and have some fun. Uh, Dale Hellister came to my house yesterday, and it was fantastic. So my friend Jeff, who is uh, now a financial advisor at Merrill Lynch, used to run the restaurant at the Esplanade called Ten, one of my favorite restaurants in this city. And we were talking uh, last week, and he took a picture of pot roast at his house like on Wednesday night and said, remember this one? This is the one you used to always get. I'm like, oh, you son of a bitch. This is the best. It was this home America food. It was just this uh, meat, and potatoes. Uh, meat and potatoes. And just, oh, so the, it was just a cool restaurant. Very cool vibe. Almost a cheers vibe with great food. We never went there. Mm-mm. Brady and I did. I think Rich and I, we were, we were with us once, right? I think so. Yeah, so good. So Jeff did it. So we were talking and stuff, and he sent me the pot roast deal. And then he said, uh, you know, about his restaurant, he said, I was working 90 hours a week. <clears throat> I had an eight-hour-a-week marriage. I'd go home, I'd go to sleep on days off. I was just useless. And he goes, this thing was just eating me alive. He said, we're making money, but to do what with? You know, so he was trying to, and he said, so the restaurant itself was successful, but I was not a success with it. Typical restaurant story of the owner just dying while he's succeeding. But this place was killing it, and I loved it. So he closed it, and I hated him for it. And then he went over and did his real job, which was financial. That's what he went to school for. And he's like, wow, all right. You've met him because he's Ohio State guy, right? So Jeff comes by, drops off this amazing, like the pot roast, mashed potato. The food has been unreal. Like I am, Country Club's got nothing on my Steelers Sundays right now between Eric's Family Barbecue and Jeff's place. So we get that done. Dale Hellestray's in the corner. I have him in my, I have a giant Steelers jersey for giant people that show up. I was going to say, how many How many of those do you have? I mean, because. I got like uh, probably 32 total jerseys. How many big boy jerseys? Two. Two, okay. And one for Dale. <laughs> one for Brady, but he's not on about it. Two. <laughs> one, for, one for Dale, one for Brady. It's shortened so, up. Yeah, it's a, yeah, I trimmed it. It's a crop top on everybody else. <laughs> so Dale's in the corner. Jeff's wearing uh, my Mean Joe Green shirt, and they're talking about the restaurant and things like that. And then I hear Dale go, oh, Johnny, you're this guy. I'm like, what? And he said, uh, you know, your friend here is a Cowboy fan. I'm like, hey, he's wearing the Steeler gear, but I know deep down he's Ohio State and he grew up a Cowboy fan. And I said, I'm a big Cowboy fan too. And uh, so Jeff finds out Dale, the no idea, plays for the Cowboys at one point, for like got three rings with him. And, Je- and, D- and Dale calls me over, introduce me to him properly. Tell him who I am. <laughs> and so I start to tell him, I'm like, well, there's this Make-A-Wish Foundation that you know I, I ran into Dale. He's kind of a... A make-a-wish for Giants where they get to hang out with their idols. And he the lost me, cowboy. That's enough, Johnny. Tell them the truth. I'm like, this is Dale. He drafted by the Bills. Uh, they didn't want him anymore. The Cowboys took a flyer on him. He was a long snapper. And I said, Jeff, you were a huge fan, right? Huge fan of the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. Like in the heyday, the Super Bowl years, the 90s. Oh, yeah. I'm like, you have any idea who that is? No, not at all. He said, I don't even know his name. And I said, if I told you his name... You think you know it? And he goes, I think so. I knew all of them. And I'm like, Dale Hellestray. And he goes, nothing. And I'm like, ah, Dale, you're the only cowboy he doesn't know on the Super Bowl teams. 
You shut that up. That's a setup. <laughs> it was hilarious. Like he said, and it just ate him alive. the jersey off. Because once he found out that guy was a Cowboy fan, Dale was thinking, oh. I'm in. Watch how yeah. the confetti flies fan over boy. me. The fanboy situation. And even after, I'm like, you, uh, like I said, Jeff, Google him. It's real. Like, it's really a guy who played for him. And I look over and Jeff's Googling Dale in the corner. It's like, yeah, he played. That's a real guy. I'm like, I told you. Never heard of him. Of course you haven't. Of course not. <laughs> so I thought I knew every player on those teams. I'm like, you didn't. You fr- Nobody remembers the long snapper. There's many championships. The Steelers, the only one I remember, I think the Steelers had a guy named Greg Warren who was a long snapper for years. I don't know if he was on the championship teams. I think he was on one. Who knows? Nobody knows the long snapper. It was fantastic watching Dale sink into that giant mound of a body. And he was only there for the food because I told him, I said, I have a buddy who, uh, I said, if you're not doing anything Sunday, I don't know if you sit and watch Cowboy games and try to remember what it was like to be somebody. I said, you can come by. And he came over. And all he did was, when is the food getting here? Don't worry about it, Dale. And then he called all of my friends ugly. (laughs) He sits across from everybody. Look at this ugly bunch. I'm like, yeah, you think your view is bad. You should see what we're looking at. We're staring at you. (laughs) It was great. It was a hilarious day uh, to make up for the fact that the Steelers are terrible. Yeah, they they got a good defense, but, man, it's going to be a long year for me, too. We're all in it together. Seahawks, take a loss yesterday. That was rough, but... We're all in it together as far as yeah, uh, these teams. The only one that won was the Bears, and I'm not sure you can even be proud of the win. That's just because somebody had to win that game. Yeah, That's so, the yeah. only reason. <laughs> and, uh, or, or take Brady's approach and just at the end, be even. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's even. Uh, it was Aside from that, all I could pay attention to this weekend, because none of it makes sense to me, is the Gabby uh, Tostino. What's her name? Po- Potito? Petito. Uh, that story makes like the, le- the least amount of sense ever. Aren't they both gone now? They can't find oh, him. Oh, yeah, but who's the investigator on this that knew yeah. he, this is the last person we know she was with? He goes home, and they lose track of him? Yeah. Because One interview. Wasn't someone's job to keep an eye on the last guy with her? Yeah. And now he's off in some preserve in Florida or something. He's like, where he is? I, I don't know. He left his mom's Disappeared. house. And he's been gone since Tuesday. His parents won't talk. He's bad at hiding stuff, so I can't imagine he's going to hide himself very well because they found her real fast. Uh, and the YouTubers, it's a, it's going to be a great Dateline. But the YouTubers that were just tooling Internet around, sluice. that had the, that, were they sleuths or were they just playing around? And then the the van was in the background. Oh yeah, that because I think they be, they were goofing they, around and like the and they see the van they were looking for. Like when was that? And like August twenty seventh. I'm like, all right, now we know where they were. Then they can timeline it. The last time that this girl was seen, pretty much confirmed, was with this dude. And it, she was saying, we're in a fight, and it's bad, and she's crying, and I don't with know what. With cops. With the police. Yeah. It's a police camera. It's yeah. a chest cam that's getting this girl to say things aren't good. And I'm like, all right, well, we'll keep an eye on him for an hour or so, and then whatever he does, he does. And he goes, oh, no, like, what were they doing? Like a month-long trip in some strange windowless van. Yeah, they were gone for a long time. Yeah. One of those sprinter vans. And then like, he comes. Looked like an Amazon delivery yeah, he, van. Exactly. He comes back without her. And, the, and nobody's talking, and they lose track of him? Like, he's the guy. He did it. Like, it's the most obvious thing ever. It's more obvious than OJ. OJ was like, had at least some nuance in like his story. It was like, maybe he did fly to Chicago that night. Why are his hands all chopped up? I don't know. Those golf ball chips are brutal. But yeah, Body found. Yeah, oh, yeah, they found and confirmed it already. So, but they can't find him. And you'd think, like, if Brett, if Brett came to us 
And I don't want to be a rat, Brett, but if you came to us and went, remember that girl I was traveling around the thing with? Like, yeah, she's missing. Like, what? well, yeah, I was the last one to be seen with her with the police. Oh, yeah? I'm going to keep my eye on Brett for a little bit. <laughs> and if he just stopped showing up to work, I'd be like, and the police know about you. Why are they not all over this? This is easy. They did a story uh, on a L.A. news channel that uh, about this, and then they said, and this reminds us of a story, and then they show a picture of a girl who is unattractive. And it just goes to show you, uh, we've always talked about this, how the United States only cares about blonde, hot, missing girls. This girl was really unattractive, and it was so sad because they just went through this Gabby Petito story, and then they're like, it reminds us of the, you know, the story out in San Bernardino or wherever it was, where this girl's been missing for two years with no leads, and nobody's like, there's been zero interest in it at all. They showed her, and you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to find that. That's like, that's just that's what they felt. Oh, don't put that picture up. Nobody's going to look for that. The poor girl is not attractive. But you put that on, and then you put this beautiful thing, this blonde, which you know looks like she works out a little bit. She's in great shape. The picture of her talking to the cop. She's got no bra on. I mean, this is what people notice. And if you, you know, everybody saw that. Oh, let's see that picture. Yeah, get the video. Of, you haven't seen the video <laughs> of her crying to the police, and she's very. She's, she's braless, and that's where I'm in. Fighting. There's a chill in the air. That's what we look for. That's what America cares about. Oh, it's just terrible. John would say that. Oh, if nope. There's we have one in Phoenix. Another one two years ago. Some girl went missing. Zero leads. Hardly any coverage. And they did a they did a thing on that. Like this mom. Like started screaming. I've been in this situation. I look at me. Look at me. My daughter's still not found. Yeah, let me see a picture of your daughter. Oh, sweet Jesus! We're not looking for that. <laughs> you consider yourself lucky. You don't have to see that anymore. Like the only thing we we care about as a nation are when hot girls go missing. Chris Rock used to have that story about. Was it Elizabeth Smart went missing on the exact same day that little black girl in Philadelphia got kidnapped and chewed her way through the drywall to get her. To get out. To get out. And the story is unreal, and no one knows it because the picture of her is... 20 states. But she wasn't a sweet, hot blonde. All looking after Amy. Yeah. Every, everybody's looking for... The, the hot blonde's missing. Where? Utah. All right. I want a, a Wyoming, Montana. Everyone's looking for her. I guess it's easier to ask Idaho, Montana, Wyoming, uh, you know, to be interested in a missing white blonde girl. Because they care about that. Then they would ever, like, a Mexican kid's missing in Wyoming. It's like, okay, well, good luck with that. <laughs> they can find their way around pretty well. well I, I, he'll figure it out. Yeah, that we don't care. But this story is pretty fascinating, mainly not because – and it's tragic because clearly this, this girl was murdered. Yeah. But the guy that's missing, nobody kept an eye. Like, that would be investigator detective 101. Keep an eye on that guy. We know where he lives. We know where he went. Keep an eye on that guy. No, he's in the Everglades or something. I don't know where he went. He went into some forest. And it's huge, evidently. So they got this search party out for him. So we're pretty sure the guy who killed her is in there. We should have probably kept an eye on him. It's just going to take a little longer. Do you t- and then the family just handed the cops a note. Here, talk to our lawyers. We're not answering anything. They're like, he's not a suspect. This isn't a crime. Here. I'm like, well, you're making yourself look pretty awful right now. Before Abe. that... We just want Brian back. We love him. Yeah, we want Brian yeah. back. And then she right. said the thing, Brian isn't missing. He's hiding. Right. Oh. Oops. All right. Well, we <laughs> should have kept an eye on Brian then, shouldn't we? 
He's not missing. He's hiding. Any other questions? Like, doesn't that seem suspicious to you? No, sometimes he hides. Just hide. It'll all go away. <laughs> just Let hide. this blow over. People will forget about your murder. Hide. Hello, Twitter world. I'll tell you what. Hiding was a good idea. I tried to hide in the back of AC's car and helicopters caught me. That hiding was the idea. He was going to go to Mexico and hide, but he's OJ. Didn't really pan out. And we had our eyes on OJ the whole Boy. time. Where is he? They call him. They fly him back. We're going to keep our eyes on you. We're pretty sure you did it. Well, I'm just going to go to Mexico. Then. No, no. We're going to follow you everywhere. OJ couldn't take a step outside, and they, they weren't sure at that time with OJ. They're kind of like, we're pretty sure we're not sure. We can't make a mistake here. They still followed him around. This dude just up and disappears. It's an amazing. It's going to be a great I don't think it's a good movie. I think it's a good Dateline special. And I love me a good Dateline special because I need to know what this road trip was about. And then the complete snap, it seems like. Well, yeah, it had to be, evidently. Something, was, something wasn't right. And she's sitting there telling the cops they've been fighting the whole time. And then, and then it ends like this. Yeah, these stories are, are, are made for media because they're pretty. The, the dude looks kind of bad. You know what I mean? He's got that weird kind of. He looks like me with AIDS. Actually, he's kind of an AIDSy version of me. But it's not it's shorter. Not, I think what I'm saying is than she was. not photogenic. Gives the opportunity for the public to go. What was she doing with him in the first place? He looks like a loser. So we start and making. They have been. Yeah, we make judgments based on why they were together. He's he did it because he's a bad. And, and then you find out later, maybe he didn't. Maybe these YouTubers did it. Maybe the YouTubers are the one that killed him and threatened Brian. You say and something. Threw him in the woods. You're dead. Well, we're, they're going to find him hanging in a tree in those woods he's hiding in. There's no way he comes out of this alive if. If he told his parents, I'm going to go hide, and they're like, we'll cover for you. That's a good Italian family. Of course. You think your parents would rat you out? No. Mathia goes missing. They find her body, and they're like, Brett ain't there. I don't know nothing. Brett ain't here. He's hiding. I don't know nothing. He's just hiding. (laughs) So it's a thing. Missing white woman syndrome. Karen just sent us this. It's a real thing. It's a term used by social scientists and media commentators to refer to extensive media coverage, especially in television, of missing person cases involving young Often conventionally attractive white upper middle class women or girls. Heck yeah. The rest. Because guess why? Not so much. The media knows who they're talking to, mm-hmm. and the majority of the country know who to rile up and is middle class whitey. And when the news has something that scares them, they watch. So when, when you're just dealing with volume and numbers, you say, hey, by the way, this could happen in your neighborhood because this is just this is normal. Like this isn't an inner city thing. This is, and it scares. How everybody. many boyfriend girlfriend road trips got canceled? All after of last them. Week? Every <laughs> oh, yeah. one of them. All we're of not them. Going anywhere. We're gonna drive around for four the months. First we off, are. we're gonna get a job. Is what we're gonna do. Who has that freedom? When I was twenty-two, if I'd have told my dad, me and Jackie are gonna go drive around the nation, it's like you're getting a goddamn job, deadbeat. You're not doing that. I'm gonna come back and I'll work then. Well, they were blogging it or vlogging it, John. So they were. That's their trying job. to social media following. I don't think that's their job. Well, they the might only, have been trying to I'll get tell you how they would have gone viral. Just film the ending. Well, they filmed everything else. <laughs> that's yeah, true no. vlog. So, so let's see the vlog. There might not have been. Love of my life vlog. Nobody cares about that garbage between some girl and some AIDSy me. What a cliffhanger they left us on. Yeah, you know, this is, <laughs> no, it's ridiculous. It's like the end of a season of Dallas, for <laughs> Christ's sake. What happens next year? Here we go with the tone. Uh oh. So weird hearing John, who is pro law enforcement, not give one crap about due process. Or innocence until proven oh, guilty. I, I am. Yeah. I am. I don't, I don't. I'm saying an investigator would normally right. keep his eye on that. I do think yeah. due process, part of it is 
he's kind of someone of interest. That's what that's what's called person of interest. I'm a huge cop fan, but I'll tell you right now, the cops are sitting there saying, "Why was nobody keeping an eye on him? Not not arresting him or anything well, else." And that cop you can do that body cam was over an hour of footage, right. and they ended up blaming her because she said she started the fight, right? And they separated. Look. Most guys are going to side with the dude driving, mm-hmm. that the woman on the road trip's driving Crazy. him nuts. Yeah, and they said no crime had been committed. That part I'm not worried about. The fact that he drove back, and then they report the body 11 or 10 days later, and they're like, you were the last one to be seen with it? That's, that's just basic good police work yeah. to say, you're the last one with her. We need you to stick around for a little bit. We're going to have some questions. You can law- lawyer up all you want, but to have him disappear and nobody knows, that's just... A mess. John, the argument was about vaccination status. He was never vaccinated, so guess what? Not going to find that dude. He's lost in Florida. Can't track him. And nobody's turning him in. I'd turn, I'd turn your ass in. I would rat you out for this one because I want to be part of the Dateline special. I want to wait Keith Morrison come up and go, and then his friend at work decided that it was time to let everybody know where Brett was. Brett's at uh, Camelback. I know what cave he's in. And we went in there. Sure enough, was Brett Fessley. Laying in a puddle of his own urine. I understand where he's family. One of the last family. ones you ever made, bro. I'll tell you that, pal. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser. Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. I just got threatened by the guy that didn't kill anybody. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He just threatened me. You heard it. You heard him threaten me in this hypothetical situation where it actually made Brett worry. You shouldn't kill Mathiah. Well, good. At least I saw. I saved her life. Brett, I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. If, no if there's any cops around, keep an eye on Brett. Make sure he doesn't go hiding on this fake murder. I'd rat all your asses out. Brady goes on a road trip and comes back without Ronnie, where is she? What? Don't I don't know. Where are you going? I'm gonna hide. I'm like I, you did it. What do you another hide? road there trip? Yeah. Here, okay. This is this. Yeah. Is, that's this what I was saying. Good. Yeah. Yeah. She's an attractive girl. There she is crying yeah, to the cops. Brawless too. Yeah, brawless. That's yeah. a thing. I was at Tame Impala on Saturday. So uh, you did go. Young girls. You did, huh? Yeah. It was a nightmare. It's a Pink you Floyd show. Side? It's a Pink Floyd show. You have to be. I was the only one not on Molly there. It was like everybody has to be high to enjoy. I like the music, but you don't even see the band. The lights are going uh, into the audience, the entire lasers and crazy stuff. So you're like clubbing. Yeah, well, it was not clubbing so much. It's like an ethereal, weedy. There's no, it's not like a dance band. It's this Pink Floyd type thing. And this, the lights and the lasers and stuff, I'm like, oh. I should do drugs. This is an acid trip, and I'm not prepared. I, I, I had a Alex, Bud Light. I'm not going to do any damage with that. I told Alex that you had tickets and you weren't going because it's too far away. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, 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 I want no, them. I'm like, you haven't, you haven't yeah. done anything to earn yeah. any tickets for anything <laughs> right now. No. You're going to disappear. That kid would have just started the greatest acid habit of all <laughs> yeah, time. Exactly. I mean, if you have a kid that went Contact to that, high. if you had a good kid. He did. He had a couple buddies that were there. They were gone. I'm looking around at people just staring at the ceiling, and it made me an idiot. I'm like looking up going, what am I missing? What's up there? There, I'm looking at nothing. Whatever they, the dragons they were looking at weren't in my mind. But yeah, everybody at that thing was caked. Just kicked. I was just kind of in a crap mood, so I just sat there and enjoyed the music. Like, well, this isn't what I expect, and I have a Bud Light. 
<laughs> they don't sell acid here. You, you're supposed to. There should be tabs of acid with each Bud Light sale if you're going to put this show on. And they're really good. Although I will say, uh, Kevin Parker, the the main guy in Tame Impala, like the guy, uh, has the stage presence of Stephen Hawking. Like there's, every time the music would stop, hello, good eye, Phoenix. How are you? The best. Uh, you're the best audience we've had on this tour so far. <laughs> and the crowd's like, Wah! I'm not kidding. That's true. It's real. Phoenix, you are. I mean it. Wonder why we've never come here before. Um, it's been great, Phoenix. And then the crowd's like, All right, you said it. That's like the sixth time you said it. You're getting a pop out of because audiences cheer for their city name for some reason. Um, One, two, three. Hey, right, you guys ready for the next song? <laughs> ready for the next song? Yeah, that's why we're here. No, well, the audience is resoundingly, No, keep saying words. It's funny because all, all the times we've done stage announcements, all these shows and stuff, it usually has Phoenix in big letters right, right on the floor by down. the singer, so you know where the hell you're at. Yeah. The only thing it did, it made me want to go to another one of his shows. Go, hey, Austin, so far you're the best audience on the tour. Yeah. You're the best, <laughs> seriously. I mean it. But they were really good. It's just that was a that was an acid show. That was a full on, at least some, you know. Some of that weed from uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood that Brad Pitt smoked at that hippie dipped in acid first, you know. <laughs> some, some sort of drug was necessary to enjoy that show. Some kind. Not Bud Light. I enjoy Bud Light. It's a nice drink, but not for that. Much stronger element needed to be coursing through Missing my system. Missing part of the Impala. Oh, tons. Of, yeah, Tame Impala is good, but that would have been a whole lot different had I... Uh, would have been the best band ever. Yeah, had I scorched a little Molly and maybe taken a, a load off of somebody's acids dipped LSD weed, but they're still really good. And then that just makes you feel like you're a thousand years old. Everybody else is, <laughs> you know, grabbing the starlight and dust and then they're feeling, oh, look, I've got it in front of me too. I'm like, yay, I don't say I just have a Bud Light. Everything is clear. Why do you keep petting my face? <laughs> I'm cogent. I don't, uh, this is hard to watch. Yeah, a lot of people touching. The Molly was getting all these people touching, girls touching. Nobody has a bra on, though. Not a soul. Not one young girl wears a bra, which good for you. But, hey, ladies, eh, wait 10 years. It's going to backfire. <laughs> Those things do. They save you up until about 50. Then there's nothing you can do. The horrors of aging will attack a woman. But the 20s, if you're not wearing a bra, your 30s are a little less impressive. Your 40s are just right out, and your 50s are useless. You become you become an old dairy cow in your 50s by the, if you're not wearing a bra in your 20s. And they seem okay with it. There's also two shapes of people between the age of 18 and 30. Round potato or skinny girl who tries. There's potato shape. And they have the, the potato shape girls have less shame. They're in, this, this Lizzo generation has no problem saying, I'll just wear, I'll expose my stomach. Didn't do <laughs> that. Brett, Brett, didn't do that. Brett's commentary is <laughs> correct. Visual yeah. immediately. Oh, there's a load of them just like, I don't care. My stomach's out. I'm like, man, shame, shame. Person of interest. God, I wish I was a person of interest or even just a little bit interesting. Signed Frank Kellyanne. <laughs> <laughs> Kellyanne taking a hit for no reason. <laughs> yeah. I don't get that. I'm not, a, I'm not a private investigator. I'm not a detective. I'm not a cop. And I'm pretty sure I'd keep an eye on that Brian kid for a couple of days after this thing broke. Well, and didn't some couple say they picked him up hitchhiking? I didn't hear that. I think that was part of the story, too. Helped He's him, hitchhiking? Helped him get home. Well, He's him an get idiot. Home. Oh, get him, get him back from the I car to so. Florida. I think so. Yeah, because he got back to Florida on, like, September 1st. And yeah. then they're like, well, where's that girl? It's like, uh, she's, she's right behind me. She should be showing up yeah. any day now. She's got the car. On the 11th, 10 days later, they're like, she's in the car. She's missing. <laughs> 
You got any video over? No, but the cops do because we got pulled over and we got yelled at for a while. Ooh, forgot about and that. And this was the last time anybody saw you two together? Uh-huh. Yeah, you are a person of interest. And those YouTubers are people of interest too because they were in the same oh, yeah, weird yeah. isolated area. Oh, it's such a story. But it is. Missing white woman syndrome is a real thing. You realize how hot you have to be as a Mexican or a black person to go missing and have America care? It's hard. I mean, that's true. I mean, it's a real thing, a social real thing, because the media only plays to the majorities, and the majority of this nation is white. So it's an easy story to sell. And as a matter of fact, we just got that email. Eric Marino wrote it. If the dude was black or Mexican, they would have never lost him. Every white people. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that's very true. If, if she was dating a black guy, they'd have caught him before she died. <laughs> you were doing something terrible. The cops had him on the side of the road in Utah. We're detain you for yeah. a while. He'd have been arrested for being black in Utah. <laughs> Wait a minute, what are you doing with this gorgeous white girl? This blonde? Are you Mormon? No. We're going to change all that. <laughs> what are you doing here, Lamont? Like, first off, <laughs> she's my that. girlfriend. Uh-huh. What? She's not a Kardashian. She's not dating you. <laughs> Turn around, ma'am. Oh, no, she's not. Oh, my God. So this is not your type. <laughs> this girl does not do, like, a thousand pound squats. What are you? I ask again, Lamont. Yeah, that, that, this girl would have been alive and well. If the boyfriend was black, and the black guy probably had no intention of killing her. But the aidsy looking me, ah, off you go then. She seems pretty distraught. You kids get back in this windowless van and drive around. They let them loose. This is our 20-minute-old concert announcement. Oh! Ghost and Volbeat together next year. What's the date? Uh, Oh, when do we get it? Trying to find it. Here it is. There it is. March March 1st. All right. Downtown. So I got Ghost and Volbeat March 1st. Dua Lipa on March 25th in Vegas. Because I'm not going to the one here. It's on weekday. I need to absorb me some Dua. Be a busy week for you. It's a busy month, man. I got to find a couple more shows in March. Isn't that the month that uh, Rage Against the Machines back to? Finally? I don't know. Who Who knows? knows? That one may not ever happen. Tickets for so long for that. Well, if we're not all dead of COVID, I'm going to that. Uh, yeah, everybody, and that and that was the other thing about Tame Impala demanded that you go, you had to have your vaccine card at, or a proof of a negative test, and it's a mask show. So being a compliant, you know, I don't want to stir it up kind of thing. I go get the thing, you know, they show the card, no big deal. They put a stamp in your hand, I can't wash off. I've tried for two days, so that's <clears> kind of <throat> still there. Uh, and then stamp has the molly. Yeah, probably. There's something on that stamp that everybody got. So we don't want everybody to make contact. We're going to give you a stamp that's been touching everybody else's hands. Uh, the uni- universal aid stamp. So they go in the thing, and I'm, nobody's got a mask on. They took it off immediately. Tame Impala didn't care. Rebel Lounge says now that you got to wear a vaccine. Got to have your vaccine card. Well, starting to today is yeah. the everybody has to like pretty much all the venues now yep. or is mask yep. or or uh, yeah. I'm sorry vaccination or test within like the three negative days. test yeah. yeah. Pain in the ass. It wasn't that bad actually Saturday, but the line evidently earlier. I got there right sports? before they went on. It'll come. That's going to happen next. Depends. On uh, how the NFL goes, they'll be last in line. They always are, but yeah, the, the venues are saying it's mostly the performers that are demanding. Yeah. So expect that, except that the D backs games, there's not enough people there. Yeah, even, no, that's know, the safest. If you don't want COVID, if you don't want COVID, the D backs game is the safest place for you to go. There's absolutely no chance of you catching a single thing at all at a D backs game. Uh, let's get a wake up song, shall we? Uh, it's five eight five ninety eight hundred. That's the number. You give it to us, we'll scream it together. It's ninety eight KUPD. Wake up! If the younger generation doesn't get into rock, then guess what? An art form has died.
You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.